raised, ra raised by sports. Hey, I'ma meet you at the finish line. Burning my defenders, I got heart. That's what makes me a winner. I'ma meet you at the finish line. You can't even hold me. I'ma pull up on them like I was Kobe. I'ma see you at the finish line. Tell them I'm the greatest Superman. I'ma damn all my haters. I'ma see them at the finish line. And I'm coming with the heat. Number three, I can almost guarantee that I'ma beat you to the finish line. Good afternoon, everyone. Let's get it. We're starting our first of many afternoon podcasts. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, let's get it. Come and knock on our door. I'm excited. I'm hyped. It's not we'll very early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a lot happier right now. Come and knock on our door. <laughs> I mean, cause think about it. We've been getting up at six a.m. We'll be waiting for you. Like almost five thirty every day. It's all good. Um, just... Calvin of Cope. Go ahead and follow Instagram and Twitter. Listen. Oh, yeah. You missed my voice. I know you did. Anyway, it's Dre, Blackout, <laughs> YouTube.com slash Blackout42. I'm just excited because it's November. It's cold. You feel me? I'm trying to find a little side piece, all that good stuff. But it's the time of the year where we have basketball. We have though. basketball. We have football. I said basketball twice. We have college and NBA. And then we have football and football. Like I'm, I'm, oh, I'm because ex- <clears throat> that makes sense. We have college and NFL. and NFL. Like you I'm just excited. Like there's something on every time night. Yeah, there's something on every single night to watch. You're and, right. Every you know, every day when I go home, I can watch some. Sort like of game. just imagine Which, it's it's July 10th. A, a golf tournament just ended, and you have no clue what happened. There's a soccer game. There's a soccer game on tomorrow night, and then two nights from now, we we got an MLB game. It's the it's the Braves versus the Tigers. You know, I'm just excited. Congratulations, you played yourself. Yeah, but uh, the dog days of summer are always the, there. the dog days. But we're getting into the winter time, so with the winter comes some updates, some ice cold updates. So the college football. Playoff situation just got a lot harder because this past weekend, three of the top four teams all dropped games. Pittsburgh over Clemson, Iowa over Michigan, and then USC beat number four Washington 26 to 13. And that's that's just crazy to me. In two of those games, uh, Pittsburgh beat Clemson on the road and USC beat Washington in Washington. So that's that's crazy to me. Joel Embiid. Of the one and eight Philadelphia 76ers. We're just gonna forget that one and eight because my man is averaging 19 points and seven rebounds. My man said, You won't count. Calvin just, if you were here just to watch this real quick, Calvin took his sweatshirt off and he has an Agent 89 Ravens shirt on. Let's get it. Joel Embiid <laughs> is averaging 19 points and seven rebounds a game. He said, Hey, put me in the game, coach. I know I was hurt. But I'm back. Rookie shout out, to, shout out to my man Corey from the Apple Store. Yeah, Joy. He he called it. He, he, he called it two months early, ago. Early. Corey called it. And then last update of the day, Alshon Jeffrey uh, has been suspended 
four games for PED violation, and this is four games without pay. So, Alshon, I'm sure that uh, Abercrombie at the mall is hiring for you to get that, that extra coin. It's coming up, so. Yeah, so. Um, see and the goes. crazy thing about all this PED stuff is that a lot of these athletes take these substances without even knowing because a lot of things, the policies change each and every year, and they don't read the policies. But that's all we got from updates. These are brought to you by Blackout. Um, stay easy, breezy, beautiful. Cover girl. I'm really upset that you called uh, 89 aging. Don't, don't. I said agent. Well, oh, we're calling it. No, get aging. I was just saying, you know, Steve Smith is still one of the, one of the best, the best to ever do receivers. it. Exactly. One of the best. Thank yeah, you. yeah, all that. This man, Steve Smith, went to Utah, if anybody cares. Like, Utah is just a funny state. <laughs> I believe he just surpassed who? Reggie Wayne? Mm. I think so. On all time? So. That's, he said, "Put him about number. what eight or seven, something like that." So, yeah, hopefully, if we Steve Smith, you should have retired last year, bro, because mm-hmm. you you gonna be you gonna be walking with a limp in the in like ten years. But it's all good, bro. Much love. He'll be all right. So right now, what we're gonna do is we're gonna get into the NFL. Uh, there were some very exciting games yesterday. Great games. We got an exciting one coming up tonight. Um, I don't want to talk about any game like unless America's it's the Cowboys. Team is on most people's minds. <sighs> yeah. Listen, yeah. I know a lot of Cowboys fans. I know I've given you like complete crap for like the last twenty years of ever. But shout out to the Dallas Cowboys. They're sitting at a mean eight and one. They're on a seven game winning streak. I they have two rookies running the league. Not just running the team, running the but, league. Like there's only one other quarterback. Let's expound on that though, Jerry. What because, I'm saying because I'm mean, let me tell you something. Dak Prescott Dak Prescott. Get his me. name right. Put some respect on his name. Picked fourth round, 135th pick. That's crazy, right? That's actually not even that bad it's for the not, NFL. But when you think about it, he's like in a, in a, in a essence another Tom Brady. Tom Brady was Way no. way down no. in the draft. I'm saying he he wasn't he wasn't picked first all around. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't in that first round. So what I'm saying is, with that being said, he's got 14 touchdowns, two interceptions, six two rookie from Mississippi. Honestly, you know I don't he's put a lot of I don't thing. put a lot of stock on any type of draft anymore because the NFL has seven rounds. The MLB has like. I mean, Tony Romo was undrafted. Yeah, I don't put any, I don't put any stock in the draft unless you're Brett, not Brett Favre, unless you're Peyton Manning. I bet you would with Ezekiel Elliott, who was drafted. Actually, all I'm not gonna put any stock on Ezekiel Elliott any, mm, either. Any. And let me, tell you why. Wow. let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because he's a running back. Oh my I see, No, no, no. Listen. Okay. You gonna let me finish? <laughs> Go ahead. So he's a running back. I do not take anything away from what he's done this year. Rookie of the year. Boom. I'm gonna, give it to, I'm gonna give it to Ezekiel done? Elliott. I'm gonna give it. I'm, hold on. He's rookie of the year. Some people are giving him a claim for MVP. I don't see why not. But he's a running back. So I want to see what he does past this year. Okay. Because being a running back means I think the running back takes the most punishment out of the whole game. Very true. Um, because the quarterback is being protected the whole time. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers aren't touched unless the ball is thrown to them. Offensive linemen, you know, they're doing their thing down in the trenches. Same thing as defensive linemen. But I think the most punishment goes to the running backs because you – you see all these running backs break out for great seasons and their bodies take a toll on them. A lot of them retire or slow down at the age of 30. But when you got quarterbacks like Tom Brady who said that he wants to play until 45, Brett Favre has been teasing comebacks for years and just recently stopped. So I'm not taking anything away from Ezekiel Elliott. I'm just saying. So still. I just want to see. Did you finish or is you done? Because. Gary, do I not make sense? No. You make make perfect sense. I make amazing sense. You have to realize too that if somebody can stay healthy behind the offensive line that the Cowboys have, 
Ezekiel Elliott scored two touchdowns without being touched yesterday. I mean, if okay. you look at it each year, just one of those, just some team, it seems like, they always have everything go right for them. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we keep looking at Dak and Zeke and saying they're rookies. At some point, they're going to hit their rookie wall. At some point, Dak is going to have a three-interception game. At some point, Zeke is going to fumble the game away. Like, we literally keep saying that and making that the narrative. But But it is not happening. Exactly. It is not happening. And to me, you have to give it to Zeke over Dak because I don't know how well Dak would do if he had to throw 40 45 times a game. I'm just not sure yeah. how well he would do. Because yeah, the Dak they have a lot going for them right now. I don't know how long this is going to last because playoffs is a different story. Yeah, I mean very true like once they get to the playoffs it'll really see how expose both of these a lot of rookies things. do under the big lights. But I the mean, thing but... is as long as their defense, the Cowboys defense isn't terrible. Um, they did get kind of exposed yesterday by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they put up 30 points. However, you know, with that defense, I feel like if they stay consistent and Dak and Zeke stay healthy, they'll, they're going to stay where they are at the top of the NFL, honestly. Definitely. You know and I just want to let you guys know, I drafted Dak <sighs> Me too. in my third round rookie draft. We have a franchise draft. Mm. Um it's probably one of the best rookies out there. But if you look at their remaining games, okay, I'm going to call them out. They play the Ravens. That's a win, obviously. Wow, wow. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. They play the Redskins. Now, I always think division games are tough. It's hard to figure them out. So that's an iffy one. Okay. okay. They play the Vikings, who are on a slide. They have been doing horrible oh as of goodness. late. I gave uh, them so much credit. They play the Giants, who actually gave them their first loss of the season, in which mm-hmm. the Cowboys haven't lost again. The Bucks, eh. The Lions, eh. Then the Eagles, we don't know. But, I mean, even if they lose, what, three of those games, they still come out at 12-4, and four, which I think will more than likely yeah. be at the top of the NFC. I see them going 12-4, and 13-3, and 11-5 at the worst, honestly. They're going to win at least 11 games. I yeah. mean, like I was just saying before we started recording, the NFC is trash to me. The whole the whole conference. The whole conference just needs to be thrown in the garbage and we just need to start over, in my opinion. The conference is inconsistent. <laughs> NFC South, inconsistent. So NFC drastic. North, so inconsistent. Right. A- <laughs> NFC West, inconsistent, other than the Seattle Seahawks, because the 49ers are now in the toilet. The Cardinals can't seem to get it together. And the Rams just moved a whole freaking city and they're still not that good, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I will agree with you on that, Drake. The NFC is definitely watered down because, I mean, at this point, the <laughs> it's crazy to say, but the three and six Panthers still have an opportunity to still make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, is, we you know it, um, it's a stretch, but they can. I, I mean, all all we need is for. I mean, the Panthers, they really could have, you know, made some shake, you know, started this little winning streak. I know they were on a two game winning streak. I know they dropped that heartbreaker to uh, Kansas City. Uh, recently here. But I mean, like, like we were saying, the Saints lost on that uh, blocked <laughs> field goal. What's Extra that? Point. Is that a bird? It's a play? Oh, no, it's Gary coming to defend the Panthers. <laughs> no, well, I'm just explaining what Cal said. That With is three true. of the teams losing in the NFC, only one won yesterday, and that was Tampa yeah. Bay against Chicago, who they're only four and five. So they're only one game yeah, ahead. still could lose a game. I mean, I think that's kind of – that's what's fun about – the NFL that there's so few amount of games that really literally each one counts as opposed to you got your NBA that are 82 and your baseball, I mean, is that what? 160, how many are in baseball? 162. Yeah. There you go. 
So, I mean, it's fun. Uh, I would say another surprising loss that I saw, Tennessee just walloping Green Bay. Green Bay didn't even look ready. A lot of people are calling for Mike McCarthy's head Tennessee, over there. <laughs> Green Bay was like, oh, we playing? Oh, facts. I, Wasn't it 21 to – it was twenty one to zero. Yeah, at one point. twenty one goose egg. Yeah. I was really you surprised. You kept getting this feeling. You were like, "Okay, Aaron's gonna bring him back. He's gonna bring him back." And then you just kept watching. You were like, no. "You know, Tennessee." <laughs> I haven't has been able to say right Aaron Rodgers is a <laughs> bad man in a long time because he he hasn't been in for a while. But another surprising loss that I really mm-hmm. thought I, that I'm gonna uh, point out are the Patriots to the Seahawks last night. Um, you think about it. Uh, it was a year ago when. The Seahawks had the opportunity on the one yard line, could have ran the ball in. LeGarrette Blunt had two touchdowns yesterday. They were oh, he had three touchdowns. Three touchdowns yesterday. He was on the one yard line and they don't give him the ball on on that third or on that uh it was the third and fourth down play. Mm-hmm. Um Tom Brady ended up fumbling and then Gronk ended up not being able to get the pass. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on, man. Like y'all that was y'all's game to win, just like it was for the Seahawks to win. <laughs> When they lost the Super Bowl, but I digress. Um, but I, I will say that this week in the NFL had the most competitive games of the entire season. I, mean, I think that Steelers Cowboys game oh, is it's up there definitely yeah, because they they definitely went back and forth, and you know everybody thought it was already won once Big Ben threw that last touchdown to Antonio Brown. And Ezekiel Elliott, thirty two yards untouched. Said, no, take that back. Take that back. Jake He's like the Flash, man. Like yeah. it's crazy. But, you know, it's like I love NFL. It's like he left Ohio State and just kept going. He just ran out the stadium. Somebody put a jersey on him while he was still running. He just ran all the way to Texas. Like, possibly. Man, but once again, what? we're definitely looking forward. We'll give you guys those Monday night picks a little bit later on in the session. Oh, yeah. Right now, we're going to jump into something a little bit newer for us as the season just started. Let's talk a little bit about college basketball. Oh, yeah. UNC all day, um, every day. Shut up. We have some avid UNC fans sitting at this we table. Got some, no, we got some. We have a Duke. We got a Duke We have one Dukey, uh, but it's okay. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. We got a Duke fan. Let's so, talk about Duke. If we go into okay. the standings right now, um, week two, basically Duke is at the top with Kentucky coming in second, Villanova third, Oregon fifth, and North Carolina rounding out the fifth spot. Now, as we all notice how college basketball works, Typically, those first few games—I don't want to say cupcake—but they're typically okay, it's pretty like easy. it's like a Division One big school playing a kindergarten team. Like I know I go to UNCG perfectly. Gary and Calvin are alumnus of UNCG, and everybody was hyped last week because we played in Virginia. And I checked the score on my phone, and it was like fifty-three to eighteen. Disgusting. I, Andre, <laughs> Andre, can you tell me who y'all played for? Y'all beat them ninety-four to forty-nine. But me and Corey were talking about this at work. They're called Marist. Who is that? Marist is actually is a. It's like a D. D sixteen school. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No Marist. They're they're the Marist Foxes. They're um. Bro, they're is, a D something school in if New Jersey. Someone is from Marist. Please send us an email <laughs> at raisedbysports@gmail.com. So I want to talk to you, but I want to talk cloth about, about Marist because <laughs> me and Corey were like, "Yo, who are they playing?" Like it's crazy. And then I will point out, you know the. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, the Indiana Hoosiers—they're nice this year. They got a good team um, all around. They end up beating Kansas this past weekend, and 
Kansas probably should have won that game in regulation. Yeah, won in overtime. But, I thought that was a fantastic game to watch. Yeah. Really I mean, exhilarating. And and I feel bad for Kansas because their ranking's going to go down. They got to play Duke tomorrow. Right. They're not going to win. They're not going to win. My yeah. man Grayson Allen is here for your head. Yeah. Thank and, you. And we also have Kentucky tough. facing up against Michigan State. And Michigan State is 0-1 right now. So, so we'll, we'll see how I that mean, goes. college basketball, I think – it all comes tournament time, and it's all yeah, about tournament time. Ta- tournament time. Yeah. Can't wait till March. I really want to. I want to bypass all these like these sleeper games. I want to get to that conference play. Show me some ACC Ooh. conference play. Show me some Big Ten. I want to see Ohio State versus Michigan. I want to see my Dukies beat up the Tar Heels. You feel me? The I want to see rivalry ever because hey, of course that sport. would be. Be, But be, sport, best yeah. division in college basketball is either the Big Ten or the Big Twelve. I love watching Big Twelve basketball. Baylor. Kansas, yeah, true. Kansas State. I, I love Big Twelve basketball. People don't sleep on, um, you know, the Out West basketball, the Gonzagas of the world, USC, UCLA, Washington, there, there Oregon. There are definitely better games um, to come. That pack, so. that pack, that pack basketball, man. But yeah, I'm really excited for college basketball season. I'm excited to see what my my Duke Blue Devils do. Um, we 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 take on Kansas tomorrow. We did beat Marist 49-94. We beat um the University of Grand Canyon 91. Exactly. Um, like, sorry, 96, 61. Like, honestly, okay. Honestly, but hey, but hey, 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 honestly, hey. Kansas tomorrow, tomorrow, team, we play Kansas. We're, at, we're on the want, road. Then we play, play Penn State. State? Yeah. Then we play William & Mary, App State, Michigan. Then oh we play the University of Maine. We play okay. Michigan State. Correction. Right. So, you know, in the, you know, let, let us get some, let us get some well, shots, some two, two games. It's a long season, man. doesn't face their... Biggest challenge until the 30th of November, where they Indiana. face Indiana. Um, I think that'll be a pretty, pretty good game. Um, I'm be watching. I'm be eating Thanksgiving leftovers, watching uh, the Hoosiers beat down on the Tar Heels. My boy Kennedy Meeks on Tar Heels, though, you know. I mean, shout right out. now the ACC is definitely looking competitive. We have Duke, NC State, Wake Forest, and North Carolina. Right now, their overall is two and zero. Right now, Clemson, Louisville, Syracuse, Virginia, Florida State, Miami. Pittsburgh, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, and Georgia Tech are all 1-0. Boston College right now 0-1. Obviously, once again, it is very early, but I think everybody is excited about repping their team, uh, repping their college. Uh, Good old tobacco road rivalry. It's going to (laughs) be fun. Um, Throughout the year, if you guys want us to do any special coverage on any of these teams, we're more than happy to. Once again, just send us an email, and we'll get into it. Whether you have rivalries, like we said, um, from other conferences or anything like that, hit us up. Definitely, definitely. Most deaf, like the rapper. Mm, pause. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're going to take it on to a break. Uh, please check out some new music out on iTunes, Apple Music. Go ahead and check it out, SoundCloud. Also, you can check out an artist named Sunny Bobs. Um, she'll be on SoundCloud. I'm manager. And you said we need a space. And as I look you in your face, I just see a person I don't know anymore. How you gonna go and just do me like that? Baby, maybe we could be each other's destiny. Point where I 
are back from commercial break. <laughs> um, let's get it. We're going to talk a little bit about the NBA. It's been going a lot differently than some of us have anticipated. A lot differently. Um, Just a wee bit. Um, I guess we can go ahead and start out with the standings of the NBA as they sit right now. So as of right now, um, we're going to talk about the East first. Right now, the Cavaliers are in one, Hawks at two, Raptors three, Hornets four, Bulls yeah. five, Nick, excuse me, Bucks six, Celtics seven, and Pistons eight. Pretty crazy. Um, I got two of those right in my prediction. One and eight. <laughs> Dang, I didn't get that. Um, yeah, uh, go into that a little bit further, yeah, Trey. So, so which ones do you have okay. right now? Read, read that back to me one more time. Okay. So I think we all have Cleveland as yeah. number one right that, now. Yeah, yeah. That, that's right. Um, Hawks are at two. No, no, no for anybody. No. Raptors at three. Yes, yes, I had that. I had that. So okay. if you look at the top three, we're, we're doing pretty well. Right? I'm two or right. three. Um, this, this is where it goes down. <laughs> yeah, it just goes downhill. <laughs> so number four, the Hornets. Nobody had that. I didn't have the Hornets in the playoffs. I, I don't either, prediction. bro. I don't either. Um, but it's still early. So number five are the Bulls. I had the Pacers. I don't have the Bulls. I had the Bulls. The you know, the six. crazy part is I had Bulls at four. Really? So I'm I'm not that far off. Yeah, I'm not that far off because um, I had this. I had the Bulls at six, but they're five. So, uh, Bucks are at six. Didn't have the Bucks making the playoffs. I had Bucks at four. Me neither. Mm. Um, Celtics high. at seven. I had Celtics at two. I had the Pistons at seven. <laughs> I thought the Celtics the, were two. And the Pistons yeah. are at eight. I had the Pistons at eight. I got the Wizards at eight. <laughs> So okay, but so I'm gonna kind of give you perspective in that though. So if you look at the Bulls, they're currently six and four. The Bucks and the Celtics are both five and four, and the Pistons are five and five. Right. The teams that aren't that far out are the Nets, who are four and five. Trash. The Magic and the Pacers trash, are both four trash. and six. Um. The Pacers are gonna make it. We're not gonna speak on the Heat. They're two and six. I mean, okay, wow. They... There's a, there's there's worse teams than us. Okay, yeah. the Wizards are two and seven, and the 76ers are one and eight. So, so you're comparing the Heat to the Wizards. Listen, the, the Heat, 76ers. the Heat are in the same boat as the Knicks, and the Knicks are three and six. So yeah, well, well they have one more win. Okay, one more. Wow. But you know, it's an early season. I think for most of us, the surprise is the Hornets. Yeah, yeah. Campbell yeah, Walker is. Balling. Yeah, before before those two losses, they were six and one. So and and they came to to good teams. They lost to the Cavs. So I'm actually pretty know. surprised about the Hawks, though. Yeah, I didn't think the Hawks would be number two. I didn't think the Hawks would make the playoffs because I feel like Dwight Howard's a bust. But obviously, they got something going on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and then you know, I didn't think that they were going to do as good without Jeff Teague as they as they're doing. Um. I mean, Which is Dennis kind of Schroeder has kind of been filling in. You know, he just signed that huge contract too yeah. with them. So, um, the East is the East is different. So let's let's go ahead and go to the West and see, because I know my West is way off now. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so moving into the West, right now we have the Clippers at the number one spot, nine and one. I had them at How? number six. I had them we at have, number six. So, wow! Wow. I had Golden State slash San Antonio. But you know the crazy part decide. is? Well, I had L.A. at three. So, I guess not horrible. Yo, forget all this playoff talk. My Lakers are balling. Continue. Please stop. <laughs> we got the Warriors at number two. Not that far off. 
Um, Spurs are at three. Yeah, I had them at number two. The Jazz are at four. I'm so lost. Trailblazers Shout out to Jordan Green. Five. <laughs> Thunder at six. Rockets at seven. And Lakers at eight. Hey, Lake Show, we back. So I think everybody's been joining the Lake Show as of recently. Honestly, yeah, they, they're a fun team to watch. I ain't going to lie. They are a fun team to watch. Because they have they have some people who have like personalities on their team. You know what I'm saying? Like watching D'Angelo Russell play is got the ice in his veins. The, the ice cold in his veins. But my my number my top eight were Warriors, Spurs, Thunder, Blazers, Rockets, Clippers, Jazz, and then Timberwolves. So how many were you off by? <laughs> I was Let's off not talk everyone. about the order. Let's not talk about the order. How many? What do you mean, like in the playoffs? Yeah. So yeah. So uh, I was only off by one, and that's the Timberwolves. I thought the Timberwolves okay. would be there. They're not there. Um, but everybody else, I have there other than the Lakers. The playoffs, the, so. the NBA just has a lot of parity right now, which I'm really excited for. I'm really excited to see the Clippers at number one. <laughs> I do not think they will win a ring or they even make it to the been finals. They've actually really well. I'm actually yeah, kind of surprised. Pretty Their good defense, right to me, has been one of the key things that has been um, allowing them to do so well. But I think the other thing with the Clippers is that Blake Griffin is healthy. Chris Paul is healthy. Do you, know you think the fact that his contract is up after this trainers. year, that that could be? Because he's got to ball out. You know he, they what have to ball out because yeah. they may not have him next year. You're right. He might end up going to like OKC or something. Just saying. Yeah. But the, I mean, the Clippers are not the one this year. Um, I might be speaking a little too soon, but I got them going to the Western Conference Finals. Um, and I'm hoping that they do it. Uh, because if they don't, I just feel like they're the Clippers of, of old. Like, they literally have a good regular season, good enough to be, oh, top five in the NBA, and they get to the playoffs, and then they, they sink their ship. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm also excited about the Lakers uh, because this could be the year that they get swept in the first round. <sighs> so, <laughs> And we were expecting that three years later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the Lakers yeah, make the yeah. playoffs, I'll be hype. I don't care, bro. Yeah, because they if they like the Lakers right now they're sitting at six and five, eighth in the West. If they play any of the top five teams in the NBA or uh, in the Western Conference, they're gonna get swept. swept. Um, you know what? They did beat the Warriors two weeks ago, Calvin. So thank you very much. Don't don't game. In, okay, and in a seven game series, it's not gonna happen. In the playoffs, after everything the Lakers happen. have been through in the last three years, that was our NBA know, Finals. Previously, I would see them getting swept. As of right now, if you're telling me, I mean, so okay, I'll give you an example. If they if they face the Spurs, I don't think if they the, face the Spurs, I could see them going getting beat four zero. If they the face Clippers, the Clippers, I think they could lose four two. I could see. I them think the Clippers. One. Yes, yeah, I, could I, see I mean, I, I could see that because, because I, feel I don't like the Clippers think the Clippers, aren't a, yeah. the Clippers have shown me zero in the playoffs since Chris Paul got there. And they were abysmal for 20 years before he was there. So I've never seen the Clippers organization, let alone Blake Griffin or DeAndre Jordan, do anything in the playoffs. The the only thing to me, though, Dre, is I don't think the Lakers really are going to make them. Because I think, I, I think that teams that we're kind of sleeping on right now and one of the teams are right outside of them by a game are the Grizzlies. I think Memphis mm-hmm. Grizzlies, they're going to come back and they're going to end up getting the that, that too much seventh, sixth, seventh spot in the West. Because, you know, as the season shapes out, a lot of teams aren't going to play the yeah. way they started. You know, the only team that I'm willing to say is right now out of the playoffs, there's two of them, the 76ers 
And I'm going to go ahead and call the Pelicans out. They are not going to make the playoffs. I agree. They, they need a <laughs> they honestly. Need a, a mirror I don't know how honestly. many years. If anybody could fact check this for me, or it doesn't matter how many years Anthony Davis signed for. But Anthony Davis will not be a Pelican for much longer, if anything, monetarily or contractually can help it. Too much talent being wasted in a franchise that's going nowhere. They can't keep anybody healthy. Yes, it is. I don't think it's being wasted. They're just not putting the right people around. No, they, no, no, no. They are. And he, they keep getting hurt. Their point guards can't stay healthy. They just waved Lance Stevenson. They had Lance Stevenson. I'm not putting him on my team. I don't want him. Yeah, I don't want him either. I don't Lance want him. Lance Stevenson had one of the – Fastest drop-offs of anybody I've seen in a major sport <laughs> exactly. in a while. Here's what the Pelicans and Anthony Davis need. We need to – if I'm a player that is a free agent, I need to see Anthony Davis be healthy for a year. If he's not going to be healthy mm. for a year and I have to yeah. be on that Pelicans court with all of those other players, I'm not going they there. they gave him a lot of money. By the way, he has a five-year contract. So, he, you know, he's in there for a long haul until – and you know, unless he gets traded, which I doubt. To the Lakers. Sign and trade him, so I don't know. Lakers, Lakers. I mean – I'll say it like this. If he goes to the Lakers, I don't think he'll fit because I feel like you guys have good enough power forwards and small forwards. No, 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 no. He would fit because we're I'm, I'm dropping somebody. I would trade Julius Randle for Anthony Davis and a small sheep for at, on, during you, any day of the week. I would trade Julius Randle on our next five draft picks. For really? Anthony Davis? Friends. Yes. Wow. I would replace. You can't say, so, we, you, can't say you guys already have good. That's Anthony say, Davis. You know what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I don't think that I would want to lose Julius Randle. I think he. I think he's going to have a Anthony lot Davis, of Anthony Davis, Julius Randle. Yeah, but I would rather have. But yeah. you got to think about it. In the Lakers front office, I'm pretty sure the consensus is to do anything you can to get and back to that greatness that everybody already, expects you to be at. They're already, already establishing that running gun. So, I mean, who's to say how long Mozgov is going to be there? If you yeah. just want to run small, just throw AD at that point, uh, excuse me, at the center, then – to have that lineup of D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle, and AP, I mean, it's it's just going to be ridiculous, basically. I mean, yeah, I feel like the Lakers have a lot of talent, a lot of young talent right now. And if you already get if you already get and AD, it would definitely even, help. That's not even Brandon Ingram doing what he needs to do because he's young right now. Yeah, I mean, I really think the Lakers can make something shake in that um, division that they're in because you think of the division that they're in. The the two the biggest competition you have is the Clippers and the Warriors. Mark my words right now, on November fourteenth, two thousand sixteen, the Clippers are going to fall off hard in the very near future. But because no, because of the way contracts are set up. Blake Griffin and Chris Paul will not be in LA much longer. But what I'm also what I'm also gonna tell you though, the division games really won't mean much right now. You know okay, what I'm saying? Because because are, of the way they but those set are, up no, the, but, but still those the, are the teams now. that you gotta see four times. Yeah. I mean so, I'm just saying, I think the Lakers are going to get stronger. The Western Conference is getting weaker in front of our eyes. If you think about it, you got teams that are good, but they haven't got over that proverbial hump in front of us yet, like the Trailblazers. I still think the Trailblazers need to make one more hurdle. I think the Rockets need to make one more hurdle, and they've done. They're in the right direction with James Harden at point guard. Have you seen Lillard play? He's been playing... They I need to get over the hump, it. though. Yeah, you're right. They need I to mean, get over the hump. Like, like, you don't enter the season saying the Portland Trail yeah, I'm not, are, can win the Yeah, NBA like right now, if you told me that the Warriors, if you told me that the Warriors, Spurs, or Cleveland Cavaliers are going to, one of those teams are going to win the title this year, I'm, I'll be like, okay, cool. But if you told me that you had a magic crystal ball and you told me the Trailblazers or the Rockets are winning the, or are going to be in the finals, like, I'm going to be like, how? How? 
where are you betting your money on? Because I want to go to the same is place James if that's Harden true. Dropping eighty nine points, thirty six assists a game. Yeah. So like you told me that. This, yeah. So like I'd be like, cool if you tell me the split. But those teams that are there, they just need that extra turbo boost. Yeah. And whether that turbo boost is a trade, a draft pick, they're, someone on another team gonna, getting they're hurt, definitely gonna be some trades. upset. I don't know. I didn't know that this free trades. agent season. This next yeah, summer is about to be huge. I really think that this NBA season right now is one of those. I think it's like a filler season because there's no telling what's going to happen after this season. Because will Kevin Durant stay in OKC? Who's you know who? A lot of people forget he's only signed for one year. And I said OKC. I meant to say <laughs> Golden State. No, he two signed. Year, it's a two-year with option. Okay, right, right, So right, Kevin right. Durant, watch the watch the Warriors not win the title this year. I mean, I already said that they weren't going to. I, I don't think, think that, they will. I don't think that they're going to be. I really don't think that they will. I, I feel like no one. I feel like right no one now. cares about Stephen Curry anymore. Low key, he was America's golden so, boy for a year. So let me let me tell you this, Jay. I, I looked up the MVP race, right? Um, Stephen the, Curry won't win. No, of course, of course, Russell Westbrook was at the top, right? Mm-hmm. And they were going down. KD's name was above Steph Curry's on the list. I mean, honestly, like, I don't by, feel like significantly. By I don't like feel like spots. either one of them should win MVP. Because I really have been, and across all sports, or you want to talk about hockey, basketball, football, baseball, whatever. MVP to me, I think it's. I think so often it goes to the best player on the best team. Right now, the 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 OKC Thunder will not be the best team in the NBA after this season's over. They'll. I think they'll make the playoffs. Um, I, I think Russell Westbrook, barring something catastrophic like an injury, God forbid. Russell Westbrook is my NBA MVP. Could have sworn you said KD was going to be, and I did. Season. But I see, I, I I did, and I and I I, I recant that statement because <laughs> this like, man Russell is playing with so much fire right now, so much he, he animosity, plays with so much passion, and like even though they're six and four right now, they still have a lot of opportunity. And he in showed that he Conference. showed me a lot because Russell could have easily not signed anything. Going into this season, played this season out, went forty-one and forty-one, maybe made the playoffs, and just went on and made a hundred million dollars with the next highest bidder. But you know what he said? He said, "This is my team. Now I do what I want, and I'm gonna sign this contract." But and I, and I really do believe that the the Thunder are a fifty-win team this year. I'm, I'm gonna just say that right now because I feel, I really feel like they're gonna be top three. Um, I don't think the Clippers are gonna hold that spot in the top three. Uh, I, like I said, I had the Clippers. I, I think at six. I had so. OKC getting the fourth spot. I had OKC I mean, having I the third think, spot. So I think that we'll I think that OKC is gonna make it as far as everybody else, but Russell takes them because we know Russell's gonna give it. Yeah. you a near triple double night. What's Oladipo gonna do? What's Cancer gonna do? What's it's, it's really what's it's really the gonna bench. do? They, they need a better yeah. bench because they don't have a bench right now. And I think that if if uh, they were smart, if OKC was smart, they would take Oladipo yeah. and put him on the I bench. I never thought and bring mm, this and bring the scoring off that way I mean, because he doesn't even score that I, much. But when still, he's on even the if you're bringing Oladipo, yeah, exactly. Because I feel so like e- they're using him more for defense. If you bring old yeah. OKC right now, they're not deep enough to go anywhere. They're not deep enough to go far into the playoffs because right. this season's about to be long. Because it's November. Russell Westbrook is going to have to at least play close to oh, almost, no, he will. you know, he will 39, play. 40 minutes a game. You know what I'm saying? And I hate the fact that 10 years from now, Russell Westbrook is going to be beaten down. 
you can't play this hard for this long. How do you know, man? He is awesome. Cause he there's a po- if you got you guys can't see AI it, but there's played a- for pretty long and he was a lot smaller. Okay, as far as Frank. no one I've never seen anybody play as hard as Russell Westbrook throws himself at the rim. He's angry. And no, but I'm saying, bro, there's a if you you guys can't see it, but there's a picture of Kobe Bryant hanging behind us. And if anybody showed us Nobody that Father Time will catch you, no matter who you are, they they will. Did but, you watch Jordan play in Washington? But see, the la- but his Jordan last was still <laughs> wasn't it over 20 points a game? Still, he did, he did. He, last, you have to be able to tailor your game, and I think Russell Westbrook is smart enough to when he gets to that point in his career, he will be able to tailor his game. Now, will he be able to lead I hope a team? So. I don't think so. Like every athlete, when you get older, you're not going to be able to lead yeah, a team. I just play. feel like Russell, the way he plays, like like you said, Dre, he plays with so much energy. He plays with reckless now, abandonment. Now, I think that in the future, can he still play with that energy? Yes, but can he play for with that energy for 40 minutes a game? No. I think at that point, his minutes will go down, and he'll need younger players around him, but I think he'll still have that intensity. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't Facts. think that's going to stop anytime soon, but... We'll see. I mean, the NBA, it just started. We're a few, you know, what, about two, three weeks in. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how things go in the next uh, few weeks here. Definitely, definitely. So, right now, we're going to get into our Monday night football picks. Let's get it. Calvin was wrong again last week. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> this is my first Monday night pick in a couple weeks. So, I feel like the, the, the good – some some good right karma now, should off we are me and Calvin are tied at five and five. Uh, Dre's missed the last two, lagging just a little bit. Um, he's that win percent is still up though. No, it's mm-hmm. not that good. I, I believe it? it's at three and five right now. Facts. Oh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> um, but and this, and this what what I hate about tonight's game is a game that I care nothing about. <laughs> it's a little tougher. It's a little Bengals tougher. and Giants. <laughs> Who cares? I, I this is the reason why I care. You got two of the best wide receivers in the league playing right now. You got, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. You got A.J. Green. Odell Who? Beckham Jr. His I'm telling you, like whoever Rob has Eagles. the better game is the team that's going to win. I'm going with the Giants. And I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I got I got the Giants 40, 40 to 33. Um, Why do you always pick these listen, because scoring like <laughs> Because I'm telling you, like, this irrational no, game. scores are ever, ever even close. <laughs> but literally this week, you have two of the worst – NFL defenses going up. The 23rd ranked defense for the Giants, and then for the Bengals, now they're that, the 24th. Now that you're actually accurate on because the Thank Bengals you. are allowing so uh, many. 430. Uh, the, the, the defenses aren't horrible. It's just they're allowing a lot of yards. The Bengals are allowing 400 Damn. yards, but that's I don't. Much. I think you're wrong with the score because each team is literally allowing 20 points a game. That's it. <laughs> right, but if you what I think is I think it's going to be so hyped up having these two receivers going up against each other. You know what I'm saying? Granted, they're not on the same on, on the field at the same time, but I think OBJ is going to take a huge game. He's on he's on pace to get 1300 yards this year. That's so, impressive. That is very impressive. AJ probably. almost has 900 though. He has 896 right now. Yeah, I mean, but but think about it like this: if OBJ gets 1300 yards this year, he'll be one of the Three players, so Randy Moss, AJ Green, and John Jefferson, with over a thousand yards receiving so in the first trying, three years. So he's trying to catch AJ Green, is what you're saying? And, <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, a little bit. But what I'm saying is, cool. If he's trying to catch him, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna go hard today. I guarantee. Yeah, I, I mean, if you if you look at it right now, um, total yards per game. 
The Bengals are over the Giants. Um, yeah, the Bengals are giving up 413 yards. But I, I have to go with the Giants. Um, I'm going with the Giants home. as well. They're... Their defense has been very opportunistic. I think they'll make Andy Dalton mess up a few times, uh, a few interceptions, maybe just a few pressures or hurries that'll make him not be able to complete the ball. But I think yeah. it'll be a lot closer than Calvin does, uh, a little bit low scoring as well. Uh, oh, my goodness. Wow. Give me uh, 24 to 20. Okay. I'm going to go with the Giants um, just due to the fact that they're they're hot right now. Uh, they're on a three-game winning streak. They just came off three straight uh, home game victories against the Baltimore Ravens, Thank you. the Rams, Thank you. and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and I, I, I just think I feel good about the Giants. I do. I've never liked the Bengals in my life. Um, I really, re- I don't know. I just feel good about the Giants. I feel good about ODB. You feel about them um, like you feel about the Browns? I was never a Browns fan. Thank I, I'm just, I didn't thank say you, that. I'm just saying, much. you know. Um, but I think these are two kind of evenly matched teams. It's, uh, they're, they're very evenly matched teams. So I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm, I don't have any faith in Andy Dalton. So I will say the one thing that I am afraid of with the Giants, uh, they're going to have some rushing issues. They haven't had a consistent running back all season. And I, yeah. I think that with that being said, that's going to be one of the problems. Yeah. And with two teams like this, I really always give the upper hand to the home team. The home team. Yeah, yeah. true. So the Giants – I don't know why. I mean, they got lucky. They got four straight games at home. Um, these yeah. last three games were at home after they took two, you know, heartbreaking losses um, on the road to the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. But I'm also going with the Giants because I know that these are smart guys. These are smart, competitive individuals, and they see what the Cowboys are doing. And I know that's got to piss them off. The Giants, right about now, the Eagles, the Giants, and – the Redskins are fighting for wild card spots because really? nobody's catching the Cowboys in the NFC. Nobody in the conference home. is catching the Cowboys. Um, I'll tell I, you one way they can start Tony Romo. Yeah, but that's not going to happen because Jerry Jones is showing, showing a little bit of yeah. sense. There yeah, was an announcement made today that uh, Tony Romo will back up Dak Prescott He's next the week. But, uh, yeah, so um, you heard it here. Giants, New York. And do we go? So, getting into our finish lines. Um, <clears throat> I feel like this has been a long show, but uh, getting into our finish lines, I'm gonna say, uh, I don't know if you guys watched uh, Saturday Night Live. I on did. Saturday. I did. Dave, Dave Chappelle, back, baby. One of the greatest monologues ever. <laughs> Not just on Saturday Night Live, but ever. Um, if you guys have an opportunity to check that out. Please do. Definitely. It is absolutely hilarious and very knowledgeable and heartfelt at the same damn time. Uh, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Uh, for mine, all I want to really say is no matter who your president is, make sure that you're doing what you can do in order to change your community and help out and help with growth in our communities. Thank you. And mine is very similar. Um uh, the future is definitely bright in America. If you read the demographics, people 18 to 25 all voted for Hillary Clinton. She would have won like 91 percent to nine, uh, which means that, you know, we might, you know, be a little, you know, a little, a little down on the dumps right now. But 2020 is closer than we think. And so is 2024. Uh, so stay, stay thirsty, my friends. You know, as they say, us young people are very emotional. So, uh <laughs> There. Yeah. Stay stay blessed. Stay, stay up everybody. Stay up.